0: Greetings to you all in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My name is Terence Hunt. This is the Leadership Legacy Kingdom Leadership Podcast. Welcome back again. We are continuing to talk about the Worship Warriors, and this is Worship Warriors part number seven, and today we will talk briefly about what happens when we worship. The title for this is The Heavenly Portal Opens the heavenly portal opens. So we will discuss this, and so our base scripture for today is coming from the Gospel of the Book of John, chapter number 1, verses 50 through 51, and it reads, Jesus answered and said to them, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you now believe you will see greater Things than these, and he said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, hereafter you shall see the heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. And so, Jesus is having a conversation with a man named uh, Nathaniel, and he talked to Nathaniel about the heavens opening. I want you to understand as we get to know Christ, our Lord and Savior, as we get to know him through worship, as we draw near to him, we begin to have access to the revelation that we've never had before, and this is what God was saying to the is that if you think that me having a prophetic word on you, if you think that me knowing you, what you were doing before you ever met me is powerful, then watch this, watch what I'm getting ready to do now. God wants to blow your mind in worship. God wants to take you from glory to glory to glory. God is a exciting God. He's not boring. He's not dead. God is amazing, all powerful, all knowing, and He wants you to be in awe of Him because He is. He's awesome. And so, let's look at uh, a scripture here in Genesis the 28 chapter because. One of our old favorites in the Old Testament, Jacob, had an experience with God, and I believe it changed his life. So we'll look at uh, Genesis, the 28th chapter, and we will look at verse number 11. And this is uh, Genesis 28, verse number 11. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set, and he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head, and he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven, and there were angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. Also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west, to the east, to the north, and the south. And you, and in your seed, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Behold, I am with you, and I will keep you wherever you go. And I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done that What I have spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Wow! Jacob had quite an experience with God in that situation. He recognized the gate of heaven being open. The place of angelic activity, angels ascending and descending. And angels are nothing more than the messengers of God, the warriors of God. They are uh, supernatural beings, but they're assigned to be messengers and warriors. Some of them protect us from danger, from harm. Some of them bring special messages to us. But Jacob recognized the place in which he was, was a place of Revelation. And I don't know if you remember this, but in Genesis 12, God had spoken to his grandfather, Abraham, and said to Abraham, in your seed, all families of the earth shall be blessed. And this is the same thing he says to his grandson, Jacob, in this place. And so God wants you to know there are some generational blessings that he wants to release to you, that he wants to make aware of make you aware of, but you can only access those things through worship, through spending time with God. And the question is, what favor has the Lord given you that is yet to be revealed? Generational blessings and favor being released through worship. And I do want to say this because sometimes we feel like we disqualify because of maybe the things we've done in the past or maybe even the things that we're doing currently, sometimes we feel disqualified from the promises of God. But I want you to know, I want you to understand, our mistakes do not stop the chain forming that is linked to the divine purpose of God. Our mistakes do not stop God from accomplishing His purposes in our life. How do we know this? Well, we know this because Jacob was not exactly a very holy individual when he was coming along. In fact, Jacob's name means trickster, supplanter, con man. And Jacob, he did some not so great things. Now, we understand the hand of God was on Jacob, but the way that Jacob obtained his favor was by less than stellar means. I mean, Jacob and his mother conned Esau out of the birthright, Jacob was always trying to run games and schemes. That was part of his past culture, part of his past character in history, but it did not stop God from smiling upon him. How many of you have a checkered past? How many of you have a background that's less than stellar? God wants you to know that he chooses the weak things of the world The base things of the world, the things that the world has rejected and despised. He has chosen those things to use and to get glory out of. If you feel underqualified or unqualified, it's all right. God does the choosing. He does the cleansing. And he does the using. So I want you to understand this isn't about how righteous you are. It's about the will of God. And God wants you to worship him in spirit and truth so he can begin to show you what he really planned for your life. Sometimes we can't hardly see what God wants for us for for seeing our mistakes, for seeing our flaws, for seeing our weaknesses and things that we've done wrong. But God wants you to understand, behold, you're a new creature in Christ. I've saved you. I've delivered you. i got a good plan and a future for you. i got a good future and a hope for you. Plans of good and not evil, plans to prosper you. I want to do good to you, God says. God wants you to understand. Worship Him in spirit and truth. Praise him according to his goodness and his holiness. And watch God. He will turn some things around in your life. There are some of us we need to turn around. It may not be going good in our finances. They may not be going good in our relationships. They may not be going good um in our emotional and mental state but you can pray a prayer right now and say Lord I need you to turn it around let me tell you if you call on the Lord he will answer sometimes we just have to have the courage and the faith to ask God for what we want this isn't about you being qualified remember none of us are qualified all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God Romans tells us there's none righteous, no, not one. We know the only were righteous one was Jesus Christ, the Holy One. But the rest of us, we're sinners. But God still wants you to understand, I chose you to be my child. I got some things I want to do in your life. I want to bless your life. And you're going to know who I am when you worship. You're going to know the plans that I have for you when you worship. you praise I will reveal my secrets to you things that I have for you and your children and your grandchildren God wants to bless so want to say that um, we're gonna next move on to another point here In that as we worship there is a transformation of places as we worship there is a transformation of places we talk all the time about wanting our world to be a better place Wanting our world to be a good place. So we know what's happening. I mean, the idol worshippers, the Satan worshippers, the witches and the warlocks are going crazy. Having their wicked temples set up. Doing all kinds of demonic ceremonies. Sacrificing children. Doing crazy stuff. Shedding blood. Murdering. Doing all kinds of manner of wickedness and evil and we want to know how can we have an impact on this world how can we change the world you can change the world right now by giving god the praise and the worship that's due to him when praises go up blessings come down when we worship the lord in spirit and truth he inhabits the praises of our people god comes down and sits on our praise you have to know That when God gets in the place, something's going to change. Something is going to shake. Something is going to move. It is going to transform the atmosphere when God shows up. Do you believe it? Or are we just talking? Do you believe it? Or are we just saying a bunch of words? You got to believe in your heart. That when you praise, God visits you. God shows up. God manifests his own presence, his own glory. God is all-powerful. He's full of joy. He's full of peace. He's full of healing. And so when he shows up, he brings all the goods with him. He even brings his favor with him. He even brings his prosperity with him. We receive everything that God has when we receive him. You have to believe that God is who he says he is when you worship him. And that we're not worshipping a dead God. We're not worshipping a God without power. We're not worshipping a God that can't move. We're worshipping a God that is the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. The creator of the earth. The all-powerful one. The all-sufficient one. This is the God we serve. Isaiah the prophet recognized it. Jacob recognized the presence of God and Want to set up an altar in the place he was. Jacob wanted to consecrate the place as a place of worship where he was. Isaiah the prophet recognized the presence of the Lord and the holy came into the unholy places. Let's look at Isaiah chapter six. I know we've read it before, but we want to read it again because I want you to see what happens when we worship the Lord in spirit and truth. You worship warriors, the heavenly portal opens And the power of God comes through. The presence of God comes through. Your promises come through. Your healing and your deliverance comes through. When you lift your hands in worship, when you praise, hallelujah. We're getting to the book of Isaiah. The Eagle Eye Prophet. Isaiah chapter 6, I'll read verses 1, 3, and 4. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. God wants you to know, first of all, first thing God wants you to know, them idols that, you know, you might have had in your life, they got to die. They got to die. Those idols have to die. We can't have anything in the place of God. See, the Spirit of the Lord didn't come in until King Uzziah died. I don't know what King Uzziah represented then, but in your life, King Uzziah might represent sin. King Uzziah might represent uh, uh, um some of those things we've placed in, 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 in front of God, those things that we place priority above God. But but those things have to die, and God has to be first. And when that happens, the Lord manifests himself high and lifted up. The train of his robe fills the temple. And, and then, if you go on down to verse 4, it says that the house was filled with smoke. I mean the presence of God comes in so powerfully. This is what we need. This is what we need. In a time of wickedness, in a time of violence, in a time where there's wars and rumors of wars, in a time where North Korea is launching missiles just to try to intimidate, in a time when Russia's blowing up stuff over in the Ukraine and threatening this nuclear war that, in a time when wicked politicians are having to deal with um, legal charges, in the time when school shootings are happening. We need the presence of God. We need the Holy of Holies. We need the King of Kings to come and manifest Himself. He's still in charge. He still sits on the circle of the earth. God has all the power and we need Him so bad. And since we need Him so bad, we ought to lift our hands and thank Him for being in charge and thank him for being our God, and thanking for being all-powerful, and He will show up, and let me tell you, when God shows up, He has no other choice but to absolutely show out. This is how we manifest the kingdom of God in the earth, So by worshiping the King, and inviting Him in. He just wants to be invited. God wants to move, He wants to heal, He wants to deliver. I'm not saying that bad things won't happen in the earth. God allows some things because of its permissive will and because even of prophecy that has to be fulfilled in in, in the book of Revelation and in the other books. But God wants to do so much more in our personal lives and we don't invite him in. And he's saying, I stand at the door and knock. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will let me in, I will come in and I will sup with him. The Lord wants to come in. Open the door of your heart. Let's worship him, you worship warriors. Let's bow down. Let's kneel before him. Let's get his presence in our lives like never before. God will do so much just through your worship. Just through your worship. God said, I'm just looking for a few that will worship me. I'm just looking for a few that will not put idols before me. I'm just looking for a few that will have a pure heart. If you hunger and thirst for righteousness, you shall be filled. That's what the Word says, you shall be filled. Oh my God, don't you want to be full? Don't you want your cup to overflow with joy and peace? God is the way. He's the truth and the life. He is the answer. No one comes to the Father but by through Jesus Christ. I don't know why I'm preaching. I just know I'm excited because I know what happens when we worship the Lord. We bring the holy into the unholy. We bring the God of power into the places where we feel powerless. We bring healing into the places where we feel sick. We bring joy into the places where we feel sorrow. God Almighty, it's up to you. Will you worship Him today? Will you lift your hands? Will you thank Him? God wants to get wherever you are and show off in your life. God wants to fellowship with you. He wants to bless your socks off. I'm telling you, we're missing out on the greatest blessings of God sometimes just because we won't worship. God's saying, I wanna give you everything you need. If you would just acknowledge me for who I am, I will release the power in your life. Let's pray. We will close out after we pray. Father God, we wanna thank you for this word. I wanna thank you that the heavenly portal is open when we worship. We thank you that we have access to joy. We have access to peace. We have access to fellowship. We have access to your favor, Lord. We have access to every blessing that you've promised. We have access to the promises that you've made to us, to our fathers and to our forefathers, even to our mothers and our grandmothers. They, you've been promising them some things and you can manifest those things. You could even manifest generational blessings in our life if we would trust you with our whole heart and humble ourselves before you and worship you. Thank you, Lord, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And that greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. God, we thank you that you want to show us who you are and the might and the power you have in our lives. If we would just humble ourselves before you and kneel before you as king, you will show yourself to be the king. We thank you, Lord. And we praise you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. My name is Terrence. I love you. Sorry it's been so long between podcasts, but I want you to know, I'm still walking with God, I'm still worshiping, and I'm still going to be here as the leader of the uh, uh, Leadership Legacy podcast, because I have a heart for you, and I want to do God's will. I want you to serve God with all your heart, and watch what God does in your life. It's going to be powerful. We were sent into the earth for a time such as this, and we want to show the world who Christ is, He's light. He's power. He's a healer. I thank God for all of you today. In the sound of my voice, I pray this podcast has been a blessing. Until next time, know that I love you, but God He loves you even more. Amen.